It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and wow, Noah. It's Friday. You know, normally, you know, on a Friday, I jump up and down and scream loud. And this is a, a, a 9-11 weekend. And Bit of a different kind of a Friday, isn't it? Yeah, I don't have the energy to do that tonight because uh, I'm excited about it being Friday. But uh, I feel sorrow of, uh, you know, uh, 20 years ago. and uh, Hard to believe it's been 20 years. 20 years ago, Noah, just like I was telling you earlier when we talked, uh, 43 years ago today, <laughs> I left this place called Chattanooga, Tennessee, and uh, jumped on the plane and uh, went to boot camp. <laughs> I mean, I got there, it was uh, 9-11, was, we left at like 8 o'clock, and I got to Orlando, Florida after a couple of stops. I uh, got there about 1 o'clock in the morning on 9-11. Uh, but uh, September the 10th is the day that uh, I like to say that I became a man. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about uh, leaving home and uh, completely afraid. It was afraid. a big experience for you. Big experience, but I tell you, uh, a lot of tragedies, especially 9-11. But uh, uh, we we live and we learn. And... Uh, we make a pledge for every all of the military, the farm, farmers, the police, and anybody that work in, in government that protecting our country. We uh, make a pledge to honor and support and protect the United States of America. And uh, we make that pledge. We have to live up to that pledge, regardless of what the situation or circumstances. So I uh, just wanted to mention that, Noah, that... Uh, Tomorrow is a big day. And, I and it's it. something that should be reflected on very somberly. And, you know, I, I always watch. There's numerous videos out there that I've watched over the years. It's just, you know, just some of the horrific images that nobody should ever have to see or experience. But it's good to see them once a year so that you can truly remember what this country has been through. Well, I mean, Michelle, I mean, she's of course my great uh, co-host, uh, uh, she was flipping through the channels and she saw some things with, uh, about 9-11. She said, I can't watch this. Yeah, I can't watch it. I mean, um, I used to work in the World Trade Center, two World Trade, um, back in the day. Um, and oh, I didn't know that. Was, yeah, yeah, I used to work. Uh, I'm from New York, born and raised, and uh, I used to work on Wall Street, and I worked at the two World Trade Center for a couple of years. Beautiful building, just beautiful area. And I already left New York about a couple of years before 9-11, but uh, I did know some people who did perish in that and just seeing the images on TV, I just... Oh, that's got to be hard. Yeah, and I, I can't... Um, there's certain things I will, you know, um, you, you know, stick with, you know, with memorializing everything. But I, I can't watch the the towers for. I, I just can't do that. No, it's kind of mm-hmm. hard to even imagine that. And uh, 
Uh, that's uh, New York, uh, the, the towers, and uh, I was at the Pentagon. And my office, my main office was in Corridor 4, right next to Corridor 5, and the plane flew into that. Fortunately, I wasn't there that particular morning, that day. And uh, so, yeah, so close enough, though, that's, that, 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 that's got to just stick with you, man. It's, it's, uh, it's, it, was, it took a while to get the mental thought out of uh, my mind. Uh, not just because of myself, but because of the people that did perish. There are a lot of friends. And, uh, you know, so that's what it was. And I tell you, um, so I'm going to get this show started, but I just had to mention that about 9-11. We got such a great guest here tonight, and Dr. Brady Allen. And, uh, you know, I have had an opportunity to have him on the show before, and such a wealth of knowledge. And what we're going to talk about tonight is, uh, Michelle, we're going to talk about COVID-19, the Delta variants, breakthrough infection, booster shots, and all of the information uh, that uh, been updated. And, and as, as you get a chance to know Dr. Brady, he is very inspirational in uh, a lot of different things, and uh, he's been working and, and doing this for quite some time, and very knowledgeable. So, Michelle, uh, can you tell our listening audience uh, the title of the show and uh, the purpose of tonight's show? Well, James, I'm um, just reiterating what you said. The title of tonight's show is COVID-19, the Delta variant, breakthrough infections, and booster shots. The purpose of the show today is to learn about the background of Dr. Brady Allen, discuss how COVID variants have arisen, and to discuss the Delta variant, and learn what is breakthrough COVID infection, what that is, and to discuss the pros and cons of booster COVID vaccines. Dr. Brady Allen. Dr. Brady Allen retired from the practice in November of 2018. He was a pioneer of HIV medicine in the early 80s, setting the high standards that we still adhere to this very day. Dr. Allen is a nationally recognized expert in the field and has been awarded numerous honors by many of the AIDS service organizations, including a Lifetime Achievement Award presented to him by Dr. Jocelyn Elders in 2007. His contributions to the health and well-being of the LGBTQ community are unsurpassed in the DFW Metroplex and his example and passion for his work will always be remembered and treasured by all the clinicians at Uptown Physicians Group. The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, welcomes back Dr. Brady Allen. Welcome back, Dr. Brady. But uh, a listening audience, uh, this this young man right here, uh, Michelle and I were watching television. Uh, uh, we were watching uh, uh, Lester Hopes. What, and, NBC N- Nightly NBC News. Nightly News. And guess who popped up there as one of the guests? Uh, Dr. Brady to talk about breakthrough uh, COVID. So I'm so excited to have him on. And again, if you want to be part of the conversation, that's one 888 Again, that's one 888 Dr. Brady, welcome back to the show. How you doing, my friend? I'm good, James and Michelle. Thanks for having me back. It's great to be here. It's always a pleasure having you uh, back, Doctor, and it's always a pleasure chatting with you. Uh, uh, so uh, for our listening audience that did not uh, uh, listen to the previous show, can you tell them uh, a little bit, remind them a little bit about uh, who you are, where you grew up, and a little bit about your background? Sure. Um, I, I'm from southeast Texas, the Beaumont, Port Arthur area. Um, I went to, to Catholic High School, and then I went to the University of Texas, where I majored in biology and pre-med. I went to Southwestern Medical School, 
right here in uh, good old Dallas, and then did my internship in residency internal medicine at Yale, and then came back to Dallas and started a, a practice of internal medicine and infectious diseases in 1982, and then retired from active clinical practice in 2018. Wow. Dr. Allen, did you always know you wanted to be in the medical field growing up? Yeah. For some reason, I had no role models, uh, but I knew I wanted to be a doctor since I was eight. I thought it was going to be a pediatrician, but I liked the kids, but I didn't like the parents. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought I'd better take care of adults. And uh, then I, uh, you know, uh, I was um, an openly gay man in in the community. I'm back to Dallas, so obviously inherited a lot of very sick people due to the HIV epidemic. So I became very familiar with RNA viruses, of which COVID is certainly one, as well as HIV and influenza. Well, doctor, let's discuss the the topic of COVID. So how do COVID variants arise and why are they important? Doctor, we'll get started on this. I know we're going to take a break in about a minute and a half, but let's just start this conversation. Sure. Well, you know, RNA viruses replicate uh, frequently, and they make a lot of mistakes when they're making copies of themselves. Uh, and so they, some of the mistakes are beneficial to the virus, some are harmful to the virus, many of them don't matter. But uh, so every RNA virus makes variants of itself. So it's a different genetic code, and within that genetic code are, are these certain mutations that can affect the virus's characteristics such as infectivity, um, lethality, pathology. So there are a lot of mutations. Um, The mutations for the coronavirus started, as you may remember, you heard about the English, the British variant, the South African variant, the Indian variant. Now it's called the Alpha variant, the Beta variant, and obviously the Delta variant, which we're going to focus on here. And there's a new variant starting to circulate, which you may have read about in the newspaper, called the Mu variant. So we'll talk more about that a little bit later in the show. I tell you, I'll hold that thought because uh, I want to touch bases on all four or maybe five other different variants when we get back from the break. Uh, but um, a listener audience, if you want to be part of the conversation again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. We got Dr. Brady Allen here and uh, we will talk to you shortly after the break. It's your life. I'm James Coley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we are offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity 
of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 96.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and we're talking about the COVID-19, the Delta variants, uh, breakthrough infections, booster shots, and a lot of other things with uh, the famous Dr. Brady Allen. I mean, uh, this guy is absolutely fantastic. But before we get back to Dr. Allen, no, I want to uh, uh, talk about... Uh, Monday's show, the 13th, where, you know, we, uh, Michelle and I are jumping on the plane early in the m- tomorrow morning, so we'll be back in San Diego tomorrow morning uh, in preparation for next week's shows, especially Monday. You want to tell our listeners a little bit about what happened in Monday? No, yeah, no. it's going to be great, and I'm glad you're leaving early, because earlier the better, because on Monday, <laughs> very special showtime for the It's Your Life radio show with James Cooley. Going to be live coming at you in drive time at 3 p.m. So mark that down on your calendars and uh, going to have a very special show for everybody that day. Absolutely. So we, we are so excited about that. Actually, you know, all week next week uh, it's going to be special. And Tuesday, um, Andrea Kay's show and my, my show is going to switch uh, around so I'm going to start at uh, six o'clock on Tuesday and, and then back to regular time the rest of the week. So just wanted to listen always to know that uh, hey uh, we've got a lot of great things happening. And a little week. bit of a heads up again on the thirtieth we'll be doing that three p.m. time slot. Absolutely. So we're going to talk about all those great things and uh, I tell you I'm just excited. Michelle and I are excited. Oh, definitely excited. Uh, you know. So let's uh, let's get back to Dr. Brady, Michelle. Um, Dr. Brady Allen. Michelle keep uh, reminding me, Dr. Allen. Oh, call him Dr. Brady Allen. (laughs) I got it. (laughs) Uh, uh, Dr. Allen, you was talking uh, a little bit right before the break about uh, the different variants uh, that has arisen and why they are so important. Uh, Right now, uh, Michelle and I were talking during uh, the break. How many different types are you said A, B, C, D, E. Can you tell us a little bit about each one of those? And why they're different? Well, you know, there was an original variant, and then their mutations happened in, in the British variant called the Alpha variant, which turned out to be uh, 50% more contagious than the original variant. The Beta variant from South Africa turned out to be uh, where our vaccines were not quite as effective, especially the J&J vaccine against the Beta variant. And then this Delta variant, which popped up in uh, 2020, 
um, in December of 2020 in India that sort of devastated that country, as we all remember. Uh, and then it got to the United States, and that variant is 50% more transmissible. And the viral load in our nasal passages and mouths are a thousand times higher than the original variant. So um, it takes a smaller amount of virus to infect a person because it's so contagious. It's stickier. It sticks to um, the spike protein much better. So it takes less virus to infect you. And and they're so you also have such a high viral load when you become infected that you're spewing out and coughing out and sneezing out so much more virus that the surrounding people around you are more likely to get infected. So the original variant would infect an average, if you caught the original variant, an average of two and a half people, whereas the Delta variant infects an average of three and a half to four people. That's why it's so contagious and so dangerous. Wow. Now, fortunately, Um, it's not more lethal. We don't think it has become more lethal, although a lot of people are getting sick. That's because it's so contagious. It's it's just as bad as the other variants, but it's not worse. At least we don't think so. So, Dr. Allen, where did the Delta variant originate? And also, are the symptoms different for the Delta variant compared to the original one? We think the Delta variant originated in India, and that's where it was discovered, and then it rapidly spread across the world because of its contagiability and our massive amounts of travel among, among people in the world. Uh, and what was your second question, Michelle, about it? Are the symptoms different for the Delta variant um, compared to we don't the others? Think so. No, it, 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 they tend to be, you know, uh, sore throat, runny nose, uh, very similar to the flu, like fever, the same kind of symptoms that we see with all the variants. So they're not much different. There may not be as much of a loss of taste and smell as the original variant that we have seen. But in general, the symptoms are very similar. Um, can it spread outdoors? Oh, absolutely. Um, it's, it's, it, depending on how close you are to the person, that's why social distancing, even outdoors, is still important. And if you can't social distance outdoors, like at a big sporting event, uh, then I would suggest you wear a mask, vaccinated or unvaccinated. Um, so, yes, uh, it, does, it can spread outdoors, absolutely. What populations are at the most risk from the Delta variant, Dr. Allen? The unvaccinated, <laughs> of course. So, you know, children under the age of 12 who can't get vaccinated yet because the vaccines aren't approved. The people who choose not to get vaccinated, and there are lots of reasons for that, as we all know. Some people are very resistant. Uh, Others have um, contraindications to get vaccinated. Uh, The elderly, of course, are at high risk. People with underlying immune uh, depression, depressive kinds of conditions, cancer, transplant patients, patients with HIV infection, nursing home residents. Wow. Hey, Dr. Allen, uh, you know, initially when, uh, when COVID came out, I'm talking about, the, I guess, the initial alpha variant, uh, uh, most people thought that uh, kids would not be uh, infected and that this, since their immune system was so active uh, that uh, it would not affect them. Uh, over the last, I guess, a few months, it seems like... Uh, the younger population, especially the kids, are most vulnerable 
uh, to COVID right now. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about that? Sure, uh, James. Uh, yeah, you know, as far as it's always, um, I mean, kids don't get as sick in general, and that's true of the Delta variant, but because it's so contagious, and so many of the kids are unvaccinated because they're under the age of 12, or a lot of the teenagers and young adults who choose not to get vaccinated, perhaps only 30 to 40 percent of them are. So they're at high risk because the Delta variant is so much more contagious within classroom settings. That's why we're seeing so many kids get infected within their school systems as they go back to schools and they're not, if they're not wearing masks, for example, as you're starting to see a lot of schools have lots of infections. So it looks like it's, it's, it's making kids sicker. It's really not. It's just that so many more kids are getting infected. And within that, like they were, uh, I think there were 330 admitted to the hospital every day between August 20th and August 26th. And believe it or not, people don't think this affects children, but 496 children have died from this virus. So it does affect children rarely, but I wouldn't want to take the chance uh, if I had a choice to get vaccinated of getting infected and perhaps being one of these unfortunate individuals that gets hospitalized or or even dies. Well, especially, you know, school just started back, and I know you remember last year, uh, we had to shut down uh, most of the schools. Actually, uh, we shut down all of the schools for a while where there was no in-person learning, um, it seemed like we are on that track again, unless something drastically changed. Well, unfortunately, I think you're right, and uh, we'll see. I mean, we have a lot more precautions in place. We know how to control the virus, and, you know, this whole argument about mask mandates is rather silly to me. Uh, I think all our kids should be wearing masks in school. Uh, this is too dangerous to subject them. Uh, and there, if, if a certain kid doesn't want a mask, it also affects the kids around him or her because it's such a contagious virus. And so it's not just your own personal safety, but classroom safety and teacher safety. You know, 30% of the teachers in some towns and cities are not vaccinated, and they may be elderly and higher risk of getting ill and hospitalized and dying. So we'll see. I'm, I'm not optimistic that, uh, that schools are going to be able to operate like we think they will, but I hope so. I'm, I'm hoping so as well. You know, and uh, as we talked about uh, or right before the show, you know, uh, I, I see that uh, the President of the United States incorporated a lot of different uh, potential rules and regulations on uh, mandating uh, the vaccines. And uh, I'm a believer that everybody should have a choice on whether they make the decision of getting that or not. However, if you don't uh, uh, make that decision to get that, that's a choice. And I I do believe that uh, a lot of the things that the president put in that he mentioned yesterday uh, there's going to be consequences uh, to people that refuse to get the, the vaccine. Yeah, I, I think there should be, you know. I mean, that's their choice, but they should be restricted in their ability to travel on mass transportation, perhaps, uh, in a restaurants, um, you know, places where people gather. 
um, unvaccinated individuals are four more times likely, four five times more likely to become infected, and twenty times, twenty nine times more likely to become hospitalized. So this is the disease of the unvaccinated. So there's no reason not to get vaccinated. That doesn't make much sense to me. Yes, there's some minor side effects, but we've given millions and millions of doses of these three vaccines approved in the U.S. Uh, with very few side effects and very high efficacy and tolerability. So the arguments uh, about safety um, are just don't make a lot of sense to me uh, nine or ten months into this epidemic of that, I mean, of the release of vaccines. Wow. You know, uh, uh, that you are absolutely, absolutely right. And we're going to take a station break. But when we come back, Dr. Allen, I want to talk about breakthrough uh, breakthrough cases. What does that mean? And uh, just uh, educate the audience a little bit on that one. So uh, I want to talk about that when we get back from the break. But if you want to be part of the conversation, that's one 1170 Again, that's one 1170 It's your life. I'm James Cole. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. There is much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gifts of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must-listen to for anyone who thinks they're stuck in life or need to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet, is the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to be an overcomer because a bigger, better, and a more impactful life awaits you. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Noah Dingley here, producer of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. 
The Answer, San Diego. Streaming now on iHeart.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and we got uh, Dr. Brady Allen. Uh, and we're talking about uh, COVID-19, the Delta variant, breakthrough infections, booster shots, uh, and we're talking all things COVID right now because it's, uh, I think our listening audience need to be educated on uh, the effects. And so infections uh, is just uh, as as late as we have been looking at the news and we see that uh, the cases are back up to over 150,000 cases a day, 1,500 people are dying per day from this uh, horrible disease. And uh, we, we, we talk about it now. What I listen to on the news a lot, Michelle, is breakthrough cases. and uh, Break, I, Breakthrough I, infections? Yeah, breakthrough inf- infections. I, I really don't know what that is. But, doc, <laughs> I mean, but Dr. Allen does. And, you know, <laughs> so that, if you want to be part of this conversation, again, that's one 1170 Again, that's one 344 1170. Dr. Allen, can you explain to our listening audience what is meant by a breakthrough infection? Well, it's, uh, it's pretty simple, James. It's, it's a matter of if I had a, an original COVID infection a year ago, can I get reinfected by another strain or the same strain for that matter? Can I get reinfected with the Delta strain if I had the beta strains? And the answer is yes. Our own natural immunity wanes over time and our antibody levels decrease and they may not always protect us and that's one of the reasons we're trying to study this to find out how long does our immune protection last and and when and what how can we boost it which we'll get to the other con- concern about breakthrough infections if you're vaccinated with one of the three approved vaccines in the US the Moderna vaccine the Pfizer vaccine or the J&J vaccine can you still catch a second strain of the virus? And it, unfortunately, the answer is yes, you can. Now, if you're vaccinated, uh, the uh, new strain does not cause hospitalization or death. That's the bottom line, rare. A 97% protective against severe disease or death. So, but on the other hand, it's only maybe 40 to 70% effective against asymptomatic or mildly symptomatic infection, reinfection. So a breakthrough infection is another infection that may or may not make you sick, uh, but it rarely leads to hospitalization or death. Now the problem is, even if you're asymptomatic or mildly symptomatic, because there's so much virus in the Delta variant, as I told you, there's thousand times more viral particles in your nose and mouth, even if you're asymptomatic, means that you can spread this virus, this reinfection to people who are unvaccinated or other vaccinated people to get. And that's what happened to me. I was vaccinated in January with the Pfizer vaccine, both doses in January of, of 2021. I went to Cape Cod, wasn't mostly doing things outdoors, but um, and everyone had to prove they were vaccinated when they went in, indoors in, in this part of the world. Yet I still somehow caught the Delta variant and got symptomatic um, with fever, 
fatigue, cough. Fortunately, I didn't get pneumonia. I didn't have to go to the hospital. I did go get monoclonal antibodies, which we can talk about. That's one of the treatments for early COVID to prevent you from getting sicker. But that's all reinfection is. And we're trying to figure out, can we prevent that? And what can you do if you come into contact with someone and you get exposed? Is there anything you might be able to do to prevent you from catching COVID from that exposure? And monoclonal antibodies are also approved for uh, the exposure. So if you know that you come in close contact with someone who has COVID, you may qualify for monoclonal antibodies, which are most, much more helpful. It's an infusion, 20-minute infusion that you get in a clinic or an emergency room that somehow knocks the viral load way down and either prevents you from getting infected or markedly helps your current infection get much better much quicker. So I would encourage people, if they know they're, they're, they're reinfected and they prove it, that they get in contact with their doctor to see if they can get some early treatment. So uh, you, you mentioned monoclonal antibiotics, uh, and uh, you was hitting on that one. Uh, if somebody, just like you mentioned, if they feel that they've uh, been in contact with uh, an affected person, just by going in and, and requesting that your doctor do that, uh, what's the chances of your doctor uh, actually writing you a prescription for that? Well, the doctor, first of all, has to know where in the Dallas-Fort Worth area you can get them, and then he needs to make a phone call and find out if you qualify. I know I got mine at the Baylor Hospital Emergency Room. My infectious disease physician called the charge nurse at the Baylor Emergency Room, told him about my condition. I was vaccinated. I'm 68. Um, and did I qualify? I'm, you know, I'm a little overweight. Like obesity and age over 65 are two qualifications for monoclonal antibodies if you get a breakthrough infection. So as long as your doctor knows um, where to call, and I'm going to say many of the physicians still aren't familiar with monoclonals, but pr President Biden mentioned them on his address last night, they're, and they're free. Uh, they shouldn't cost you anything. So it is a, a treatment that you've got to get early. If you get too sick where you're short of breath or where you have to go to the hospital, it's too late. You need to get them within the first few days of knowing uh, or within the first few days of an exposure if you qualify for, for monoclonals. Very low side effects. They seem very safe. Um, and it's a 20-minute infusion and usually have to wait an hour to make sure you don't have a a reaction to them, but they can be very helpful. Dr. Allen, um, like you said, a breakthrough infection, you know, you had the first COVID variant strain and you can, you know, you're vaccinated, let's say you can get it again. What is the long-term impact of a breakthrough infection? So I know you can get it, uh, another variant again, but does it just, it's just like a, a cycle that keeps repeating itself and there's another variant out there. You can get that, can get that. I just want to make sure at least I understand, our listener audience understands how many variants can you get or, you know, can you kind of go into that? Well, that's a really good question, Michelle. I don't think we know yet how many times you can get reinfected. Right now we're thinking just two each time you get reinfected, it boosts your immune system a little bit higher. It's almost like getting a booster shot, but you get a booster COVID infection, which is not what we want. So like when I got my um, reinfection, I think my immune system is primed to ward off any of the variants right now. But let's say the mu variant, this new one that I discussed, 
coming from Colombia, it may be able to evade some of the vaccines in our immune. So we don't know yet. So new variants, as long as there's unvaccinated people, as long as there's viral replication, our danger is one of these mutations will be so bad that it will overcome our vaccine efficacy. And yes, we will have to start this process all over again. So that's one. That's the discussion that will lead us, I'm sure, into why, why we might consider boosters. Yes. Can you talk to us about what is a booster um, COVID um, vaccine? So um, a booster vaccine, if you got the Pfizer vaccine, two doses, it looks like your antibody levels, your neutralizing antibodies, the stuff that protects you the most, last for an average of eight months and then a somewhat decline. And if you're older, you don't have as good of an antibody response from the vaccine if you're over the age of 65. So your immune system sort of wears out more quickly. So that's why older folks may need a booster shot earlier than the younger folks. Their immune systems are healthier and their their um, antibody levels stay elevated for longer periods of time. So what is recommended or what is possibly going to be recommended here shortly and it's already recommended for people with a compromised immune system, cancer patients, as I mentioned, AIDS patients, people on immunosuppressive therapy, people on high-dose steroids for whatever, like rheumatoid arthritis. Or, so they're recommended already to get the booster shot. But if you come here in September, it's going to be the elderly population first because they're the ones most at risk of a, of a decrease in their antibody levels. And so the booster shot will boost those back up to a more protective level that may prevent us from getting that third or fourth strain that's out there. Hey, hey Doc, so that's uh, the, can, can you hold that thought? Well, we got to take a break, station break. But I want to come back and continue to talk a little bit more about uh, booster shots and, and a lot of the other uh, things that might be coming down the pipeline uh, so that uh, our listening audience will get a better understanding. So we're going to take a station break, but we're going to come back and continue this great conversation with Dr. Brady Allen. Uh, again, if you want to be part of the conversation, that's one 888 344 1170 Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. 
Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley. Available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer San Diego. Streaming now on TuneIn.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley with my fantastic co-host, Michelle Cooley here. And uh, we're talking to the... Absolute wonderful Dr. Brady Allen. And uh topic today that we're talking about is COVID-19, the Delta variants, breakthrough, infection, booster shots, and everything that deals with that, that I think that we need to get an understanding of. You know, so, but before we get back to Dr. Brady, I want to just remind our listening audience that Monday, no, on Monday, uh, September 13th, uh, the James Cooley Show will be coming to you all. Four hours early, uh, we will uh, be earned live at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Michelle and I are so excited and just want everybody to know that uh, we got an absolutely fantastic show coming your way uh, Monday. And actually, actually, we got uh, fantastic shows coming all week. So just want our, our listening audience to, to know about that. And also, if you want to be part of this conversation, that's one 888 Eleven seven again. That's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Doctor Allen, um, I know you were just talking about the booster um, vaccinations. Uh, if you get a booster, can you choose a different vaccine from your original one? A very good question, Michelle. The answer is we're not sure yet, but the recommendation will be if you got the Pfizer vaccine, you should get the Pfizer booster. If you got the Moderna vaccine, you should get the Moderna booster. We don't know yet about the J&J vaccine. We don't have enough information yet from Moderna and J&J to know when those boosters are going to be necessary. But I think we'll be hearing a lot more. Also, a lot of people are wondering, can they tell if they need a booster? Can they go get a blood test to find out what their antibody level is to know for sure whether they need a booster? The answer is those tests are hard to interpret, and we don't know what absolute level is protected. The higher, the better, but we don't know what the lowest number is where you need a booster. So I would encourage the audience not to go get an antibody test if we don't know how to interpret the level and what it means. And the last thing I'd say is that we get boosters for everything, right? We get boosters for mumps, measles, rubella. We get boosters for shingles. We get boosters for hepatitis. This is not a new concept. Our immune system needs to be boosted every once in a while so that we reachieve high antibody levels to keep us protected from all these infectious diseases. And the final word I'd say about boosters, I think, is that you wouldn't, we would, so far we're not seeing any increased side effects from the third shot of these vaccines. So people that are worried, oh, my God, I had a reaction to the second shot. Is my reaction going to be worse to the third shot? The answer so far is no. Wow, uh, Dr. Allen. Uh, so, uh, 
what we hear and what I hear and watch on television and in the paper is that the booster shots will be available potentially uh, September the 20th. Do you have any more information on that? Well, I think we're waiting for the CDC um, and the, um, the uh, Health and Human Services to review the data that's coming from the pharmaceutical companies. They have lots of information to show uh, when people need a booster, when people start getting reinfected more often, at what antibody level. So we're waiting on that data. And once they review it, I think they'll come out with recommendations. My guess would be sometime in October, at least the Pfizer booster will be available, and then Moderna a little bit after that, and perhaps J&J after that. So I think you'll see a rollout over the next few months. You know, uh, Dr. Allen, now uh, it's also flu season and flu uh, uh, vaccine for people. I mean, so... Is there any correlation or, or side effects to uh, getting potentially getting a booster shot and uh, uh, flu uh, vaccination? Well, those two vaccines are very different, uh, so I don't anticipate any interaction, but I would encourage people, since the symptoms of the flu and the symptoms of COVID are so similar that you get the booster shot of both, probably not at the same time, you would probably want to space them out by a couple of weeks, but I think we'll come out with recommendations, but absolutely, this would be critical this year to make sure you get your flu shot, and if it's recommended you get a booster COVID shot, I would highly recommend we do both. Dr. Allen, I always had this question, and why is it, for example, a husband and wife, and one of them gets COVID, how come in uh, some cases the other spouse, the spouse does not get COVID? No traces at all. It's, it's always, it's, it's interesting to me. They share the same house and everything like that. One gets COVID, the other doesn't. Can you explain that? Dr. Brady, she talking well, about me. <laughs> yeah, I got it and she Yeah, didn't. I don't think we know the answer to that. Some of it's, um, you know, you don't come in con, I mean, that you're practicing, um, social distancing within your own home. But some of it is that, you know, we're exposed to coronaviruses all our lives, cold viruses, and maybe some people have more immunity to coronaviruses in general. I, I don't think we know why some people get infected and some people don't. It's just uh, a still an unknown uh, phenomenon at this point, but it does happen quite often. Doctor, will SARS-CoV-2 ever be eradicated or will we just have to live with it? Michelle, I think we're going to have to live with it. I think we live with the flu, right? Every year we have a new strain that we have to get a shot for. And my guess would be it's going to be endemic unless we get, you know, 90% of our population vaccinated around the world, not just in the United States. Uh, then we may have some herd immunity and perhaps the virus will eventually fade away. But I think realistically with what's going on here in our own country and our inability, in, uh, unavailability of vaccines in some of the third world countries that we're going to be dealing with COVID for a very, very long time. Wow. And, and you're right. And it's just that unless we do get herd immunity, uh, this is going to Affect, especially we talk in the United States right now, our country, for a very long time. I mean, it's, uh, and I believe that, you know, COVID uh, uh, hospitalization, people getting sick, that brings our economy down. That uh, 
hurts everything that we have worked so hard for in the United States. And so it's just being able to get the, the word out uh, to uh, a lot of folks that, uh, and it's still a choice. You know, so Dr. Allen, um, what reliable resources can I listen to the audience if they want to do a lot more research on the Delta variants? Uh, what what would you point them to for additional uh, resources so that they can get a better understanding? I think the CDC is the most reliable resource, cdc.gov slash coronavirus. And then they all have references of where you can go look more specifically for something you're interested in. I would stick with the legitimate scientific um, journals uh, like the New England Journal of Medicine, the Journal of the American Medical Association, the Lancet. They're all legitimate medical journals. And try to not get your information from social media or from non-scientists. I just don't think that's helpful. And it can be very confusing uh, to keep all this information accurate and straight. Yeah. Uh, we're down to the last couple of minutes, Doc, but uh, can you tell our listening audience some of, uh, some of the projects that you are, if any, that you're currently working on or planning on working on uh, for the remainder of the year? Well, you know, James, I'm still interested in being retired. I'm trying to find, you know, within the COVID, uh, with, because of this COVID epidemic, I haven't been able to, to get into the volunteers of my one. I'm going to probably volunteer with something like suicide prevention and the Trevor Project, or do something with gay and lesbian youth that I can use my skill set without necessarily laying hands on people and doing medical stuff. So I hope to be able to continue to educate and do some contribution through volunteerism is my plan. Wow. So you're so active in a lot of things, and I know that COVID has kind of pushed uh, a lot of things back, but if someone wanted to reach out and get in touch with you, get information, or uh, just talk to you, how could they uh, get in touch with Dr. Brady Allen? I think through Facebook would be the the best way just to contact me uh, and, or friend me on Facebook. Um, that would be the only way at the moment that uh, you can get in touch with me, unless you went through Uptown Physicians Group which may give my information to them, which is a, our old medical practice that's still active here in Dallas. Wow. Dr. Brady, this has been so informative. And I, just like always, I, w- I would love to invite you back on if you have time to come back on and just continue to educate our listening audience. So I want to thank you so much for taking the time to come on the James Cooley Show. It's your life. I'd like to thank my great co-host, Michelle Cooley, who's you know, I tell you, it's, uh, she makes things happen. I'd like to thank my great producer, Noah Dingley. Uh, that, that without him, uh, we the show, I, I, it, it probably wouldn't go on. But most importantly, I'd like to thank our listening audience for taking the time to always tune in uh, to the James Cooley Show. And uh, remember, we're always looking for sponsors so we can continue to bring this great message. I want everybody to have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. We will see everybody Monday, same time, same place, on the radio. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. 
To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been The James Cooley Show. It's your life, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley.